Welcome to The Slotted Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American Werewolf in London. I'm your host, Troy, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. Today is Wednesday, October 14th, when this episode originally drops, and that means it's time for Minute 24 of An American Werewolf in London. Minute 24 starts with a bunch of kidney bowls being tossed to the ground and ends with Lieutenant Villers asking for Mr. Kessler's forgiveness. So almost as if on cue from the previous minute, which ends with uh, Dr. Hirsch mentioning that uh, he's died of an old war wound, Sergeant, Mc... Sergeant McMahons, who was uh, wandering around the room slightly, has... Uh, put his hand on the edge of a small little table where was resting a whole entire stack of kidney bowls, which, as if on cue, well, Dr. Hirsch has mentioned he has actually passed away from a war wound, drops a whole entire set. McManus is completely stunned by this, and both Dr. Hirsch and Inspector Villers both whip their faces towards him. And everyone pauses for a couple of seconds until the last of the sound of the clanking metal bowls hitting the ground stops. Then Dr. Hirsch then mentions that... Just tell him I'm dead. No more calls. And just before he hangs up with his secretary, he says that he would like no more calls made into his office at this moment. Dr. Hicks then looks over, and McManus, for a brief second, looks over to the side, and then decides to crouch down and start picking up the bowls, which, as he starts to assemble them, he assembles them, trying to get the curve to go all the same way, so he tries one way and then has to turn one of the bowls around the other way, and all the clanking noise is still being made. just watches on with uh, a look of disappointment on his face and uh, McManus is just there on the ground trying to straighten this whole entire mess out. Before he is actually done there's another shot of uh, Dr. Hirsch and uh, he's got his hands sort of bridging fingers between them in a slump sort of fashion and then finally McManus completes his mission of having the bulls completely reassembled into their proper stacked form and then uh, eventually stands back up and tries to act all nonchalant as if nothing actually really did happen. You know, one of those sort of slapstickian double takes. He even goes about before he turns around to face both uh, Dr. Hicks and Inspector Villers again to straighten out his uh, jacket and then he casually places a hand into his pocket. Finally, Inspector Villers uh, realizes that this little uh, foolhearted uh, stunt is completed and decides to turn back towards uh, Dr. Hirsch. McManus again starts to uh, absent-mindedly look around the uh, top of the room, trying not to keep eye contact with anyone uh, just before Inspector Villers is actually says anything uh we got a shot of <laughs> it's a very funny shot of uh dr hicks uh basically looking right at uh 
McManus with a look of shock, I guess. Uh, bewilderment, maybe. After that brief little comedic uh, setup, we uh, cut to a shot of uh, the three uh, gentlemen now inhabiting uh, David's uh, hotel room. Uh, David's hospital room. Don't know why I said hotel room. Anyways, uh, he is currently obviously another day because he's currently wearing yellow pajamas this time. And uh, the three uh, gentlemen are standing around him. On one side of the bed is uh, both uh, and the inspector and the sergeant. And more towards the foot on the opposite side of the bed is Dr. Hirsch standing back at a distance. Now, be go before I go any further into this minute, I have to put out a correction. It turns out that while I was doing research for the move for the next couple of minutes, I had my facts mixed up. This is actually the Princess Beatrice House, which is located at uh, 192 Finbrook Road in Kensington, London, is where David is coming, uh, is uh, recuperating. This is his hospital room and all that. Not the uh, Cheswick Maternity Hospital, which I mentioned back in minute 20 that he was in. That is actually in a following minute, uh, an upcoming minute, is that's where that hospital sequence is shot. All of David's stuff is, actually takes place at Princess Beatrice House. We can now see from uh, this shot, which is a, uh, a shot from over Dr. Hirsch's shoulder towards David's bed, where we can see fully both the inspector and the sergeant in almost full form. We can see that the uh, the top uh, blanket that is covering David on his bed actually matches the curtains in this sort of muted brown coral sort of flowery design. So this particular scene starts off with uh, David actually apologizing that he doesn't understand it, but what the report states is not actually what happened. I'm sorry if I conflict with your report, Inspector, but Jack and I were not attacked by a man. And he mentions he is not... Him and, him and Jack were not attacked by a man. While the uh, inspector mentions that, yes, well, that is what you've said, the sergeant actually speaks up and... You may have a point, sir. Two strong boys would be able to defend themselves against one man. As it uh, seems like he has some sort of point. Uh, two boys that young should be able to hold someone off. And of course, like usual, it looks as if he's uh, stepped out of his boundary lines and... Uh, He's about to be shut down by the inspector again, because... Sergeant McManus, are you suggesting that David and Jack were in fact attacked by some animal and that the official Demavist Proctor has conspired to keep it a secret? And while he's pointing out how all the evidence points towards the contrary, um, the uh, sergeant realizes he's at, uh, at fault again and uh, decides to quiet down. He, the inspector brings up the fact that they actually have an autopsy, and that there were witnesses. At that, the shot cuts to David, who instantly looks over towards Dr. Hirsch, who uh, still continues to just uh, watch over this situation. The inspector then uh, apologizes about... Uh, that's about it, because that's the end of the minute. So in this particular minute... Um, we're going to talk about the gentleman that plays uh, Sergeant McManus, uh, Paul Kemmler. Uh, Paul Kemmler was born uh, on July 7th, 1941, in Edinburgh, Scotland. 
He is an actor and a writer. He wrote the screenplay for the 1985 movie Not Quite Paradise, which is based off the play Not Quite Jerusalem. And according to IMDb, has 28 acting credits, including many TV appearances and movie appearances, such as The Great Train Robbery in 1978, 1980's The Long Good Friday, and An American World from London. Over on the commentary track, David Naughton wonders, as Sergeant McManus uh, tries to clean up his uh, mess that he has made, how Scotland Yard views themselves in this. Griffin's Dunn starts with, it must have been perplexing to audiences and how it, they weren't aware of, and he wasn't aware of any results from uh, test screenings, uh, where the movie would have had a brutal murder by a wolf and then have slapstick dropped in it just a few minutes later. Uh, David interjects that uh, a little bit of relief from the gore, but it uh, does come back. So, according to the script, the scene in the doctor's office goes slightly different. So what has happened is there actually is no distraction by uh, McManus dropping the kidney bowls, and it just continues out that tell him I'm dead, no more no more uh, calls. So here's where it continues on. So Dr. Hirsch then turns and says, you're a sane. And Sergeant Villers is, has David Kessler anything to say concerning the attack on the Moors? And then Dr. Hirsch says, why don't we ask him? Then we cut to David's room, which pretty much pulls out the exact same scene as what happens in the final movie. So the only difference is the actual slapstick scene was not in the uh, script version, or at least the script version that I was able to get my hands on. When it comes to the radio drama for this particular minute, it is pretty much like the script with the extra sequences that the movie does not have. However, it goes a little step further. It basically, uh, Billers also mentions that uh, Special Constable Hackett was actually on the scene during the shooting and that he actually has a autopsy, autopsy report, which he actually pages through on hand and reads off, reads off the details of the body, of the, of the condition of the body of the attacker. Uh, Dr. Hirsch also asks to see that report, which... Uh, Villers hands over to him, and then uh, the rest of it uh, runs out as it does in the final movie. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American Werewolf in London, and to the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. Now again, we are doing five days a week episodes right up until Halloween, so... Be sure to subscribe to your podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you'd like to be so kind as to share, rate, and review us, that would be really cool. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. 
And if you'd like to send us a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. So, duh. So, just after uh, Dr. Hicks, Villers mentions. Ah, so you've said. Now you'll forgive me, Mr. Kessel.